off the ball. The second biggest cheer was Ronaldo warmed up. The biggest cheer was Ronaldo came on the pitch. There is still this fixation of Ronaldo is coming onto the pitch and he buys into Subscribe that. now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball daily. Sunday's off the ball is coming at you. I think it's fair to say the World Cup quarterfinal stages delivered on the drama stakes. We have Martin Lipton with us at around half past four. We have Philippe Claire this hour to reflect on last night's epic quarterfinal. We'll review the Sunday papers as well today. John Green of the Sunday Independent. Brendan O'Brien of the Irish Examiner coming your way around three o'clock or so. Clean Foley will join us at two o'clock. The European Cross Country Championships Coming to a close around about now, we'll chat to Kleena about the year that was for Irish Athletics. Plus, Munster Toulouse is at 3.15 today. Keith Wood with us with all the uh, pre- and post-match chat. He is at Thomond Park. Plus, Ashley O'Reilly with updates from the Ulster football final. Glenn of Derry against Kilku from down is at the Athletic Grounds in the Ulster football final. 53106, the text number. We are at Off The Ball on Twitter. John Duggan will join us in just a moment. Aidan Delaney here in studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. So let's uh, kick things off and start with events last night. You have some reaction from various parties to France 2, England 1. Yeah, only one place to start really and that's England on their way home after being knocked out of the World Cup in Qatar by France last night. Captain Harry Kane missed a crucial penalty in the 2-1 quarterfinal defeat which he says has left him absolutely gutted and the former England defender Gary Neville has been speaking today. He says the loss feels different to previous disappointments in the past. We've got the technical ability that's growing and the belief that's growing. So certainly in the past where there's been autopsies after tournament defeats and tournament exits, I don't feel like that this morning at all. I feel missed opportunity. I feel you know that the lads will be really dejected. Didier Deschamps talking as well? Yeah, the French manager knows his side face a huge challenge coming up against Morocco now in the last four and as they look to become only the second side to retain the world's richest prize in football. It's not a surprise now seeing them because um, we've now seen them uh, put in a number of uh, top performances and uh, they haven't stolen these victories. They've deserved it. So credit to them um, for getting this far. Deschamps also afterwards said his side were lucky, but it was a win based very much around guts and experience and know-how. And I think that's a very fair assessment. John, to... Gary Neville's point there, this feels different to previous England defeats. Sam Wallace was making a similar point, actually, in his piece in the paper today, which is very good. Uh, He was saying this was an English team which more than competed with the best in the world, as opposed to in previous years, previous iterations, England players have been running around, not able to keep the ball outclassed. This was more a game of fine margins than outclassed. Well, it was in the mould of the 1990 semi-final against West Germany or the 1996 semi-final of the Euros against Germany. It was in that mode. England need to keep going and the winds are shifting now, I think, towards it being sensible to retain Southgate, to entice him to stay on. There's been progression, like clearly, like it took Bobby Robson eight years to get to World Cup semi-final. Southgate's got to World Cup semi-final, a quarter-final and the Euros final. And to me, in my mind, it felt like the final last night. Same. It felt like the final. It felt like a proper tournament game. It was end to end. And the elite level of sport, it's decided by the finest margins. And that's what Harry Kane faced with seven minutes to go. And he cracked under the pressure, in my opinion. He cracked under the pressure. Same. Like 58 penalties he scored, but he's missed 11. Yeah. And 
this is a theme of the tournament. There's a few themes of the tournament. The home support of Morocco, the home, home advantage is one thing. Um, it's hard to win a World Cup. It's bloody hard. Like Brazil uh, in 70 and 90, uh, sorry, in 02 and Italy in 38, the only teams that won every game. I still can't believe Brazil lost to Croatia. I still can't believe it. Like one shot on target, a deflection, and they lost in penalties. These are the fine margins. And penalty taking is an art. It's not a lottery. The quality of Croatia's penalties in that shootout, they've never lost a shootout. They've had four now. And you can see Rodrigo even go up the other day. He looked like he was 10 years of age. He looked petrified. He missed. And Kane, the difference between Kane's first spot kick and the second spot kick, just in terms of the composure. And Maris maybe played tricks. I mean, how many... How many non, like nondescript penalties have they faced in training every day? It's, it's an amazing denouement, really, to uh, the, the tournament if France go on to win it. If I'm Harry Kane, I never want to take a penalty against him in training again. I never <laughs> want to see him again. If I score in training, it's a hollow feeling. If I miss in training, my PTSD is triggered. I, well, I'm, just, I'm done with you, Lloris, uh, forever. And I totally agree on Croatia. Underpinning Croatia is, yes, the guts and the resilience, but they are a team where technique triumphs. Yes. And that is never more to the fore than get up there and strike a penalty under pressure. Their technique never deserts them. Well, think about Croatia. If you think about the players of the tournament, how many Croatians? Maybe three. Like Vardial, if he stays fit, is going to be an amazing defender. Yeah. Like he's only 20 years of age. Livakovic is having one of those incredible tournaments, like Gojkoce in 1990. And then Modric. Like, it just... Supreme. You know, when you, when you compare and contrast Modric to Neymar, Neymar wasn't seen when the push came to shove. Modric was there, the right position in terms of the order of the penalties. But again, back to that point of fine margins. Like, oh, on the penalties, I totally agree. I mean, the Neymar fifth penalty taker is embarrassing at this stage that they're still thinking Messi, that's the right straight up, first ah. up. Neymar, though, I'm so anti-Neymar for 10, 15 years. I've just been so unsure of the guy for various reasons. He did against Croatia deliver. I mean, it was one of the he did great, deliver. Brazil great did, World Brazil, Cup goals. Like, it was a brilliant match, yeah. as was the game last night. The other two, I thought Argentina and Netherlands just utter chaos. In a wonderful way. Uh, yeah, in a wonderful <laughs> way. But nasty, and the, the nastiness in it. And Argentina have a real needle now. Maybe they feel that is what they need as fuel to drive them forward to win this thing. Mm. I don't know if that's enough. Mm. Morocco, then, is the Jack Charlton story. It sure is. And they were, like, they were very good as well, you know? I mean... They haven't conceded a goal, bar the own yeah, goal. Uncle. That's All scary the, to play against. It is scary because it, it, it creates a panic in the opposition that feel that they should yeah. and they're not. And Portugal were, to me, lacking composure in that game in the second half. Yeah. When they needed to. I didn't, France yeah. will have that winner's composure. I didn't feel that Portugal were going to score. There was that no, sense of yeah, panic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Even there, there's something about them as a group even in the final five, six minutes and you know like there's been a tendency in these games that the board goes up and you get eight minutes of out of time so even 90 you're not done and there's always a chance. I even thought with two minutes of normal time to go Bruno Fernandes started throwing his hands in the air. There's just that crankiness about them. Yeah, culturally I don't know if they're, they're there. I don't know if Santos will be around. I think they need a new broom Ronaldo gone a new manager to get the best out of that talent Yeah, because it's so. inconsistent. What are we saying of England Aidan? Um, yeah I think I think if you had offered them, you know, a chance to keep Kylian Mbappe quiet for the entire tournament to get themselves back on level terms through the penalty spot, to be within, you know, within a shout of beating the current world champions right up until the very end and almost bringing the game to extra time where I think they probably would have, uh, they would have had a stronger bench, they would have had, um, you know, players that would have been more capable of, of going into penalties now than they would have had previously. I think they would have taken all of that and to have Harry Kane... Uh, 
who I don't think has had the best of tournaments. He's great game he's, last night, though. He had he had a good game last night, but it's it's kind of a different game to back in the Euros and back in, in twenty eighteen where he was leading on the the goal scoring charts and he was kind of dragging his team through that way. He was a bit more withdrawn in this tournament, and I think that probably played a role last night. If he was you know coming into th- this game where he had scored four goals and you know had a couple of penalties under his belt already in this tournament, I think that probably would have you know helped him in that situation he had already got a penalty yeah. in that game of course but I do think that he's a he's a, a confidence player and he, he looked a little unsure of himself the most outrageous pressure isn't it yeah. even watching it was like a put to, put to win the your, Masters your chest almost for him and I agree with you that I, whatever phrase you want to use uh, bottled it feels a bit harsh but mm. there's an anxiety in a player when they give it that bit extra and balloon it just that anxiety of the moment and he, he's not immune to it and what it, what what is it between the six inches? It's amazing. And yeah. you think back to sport, and um, I think back to the great Brazil team of Ronaldo and Rivaldo and Ronaldinho. And you, sometimes you just need to be carefree. I never fell for a second, even though Messi has missed penalties in in ninety minutes. I never fell for a second. He'd missing that shootout against Argentina, and the body language is is important. Where the head is at, like the the difference. I never felt that Kane was going to miss the first one, Mm. but the second one, Mm. it just felt like the whole weight of England and the whole conversation that goes around England is going to be sixty years of hurt now going into the United States unless they win the Euros. Mm. But I think they should keep going. Um, I don't think all the drama and the circus helps England. Southgate, by the way, was non-committal on his future. He said it wasn't the right time to assess things. He was going to go away and have a think about things. Obviously, he has a contract taking him up to the Euros, but he uh, didn't say yay or nay last night. This is a weird sentence to say. There is action in the championship. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Football back in England. The game between QPR and Burnley just underway at Loftus Road. And there is a second game coming up this afternoon as well. That's Watford hosting Hull City, if that's your fancy. Never has Watford hosting Hull City Felt so small time and off Broadway, but there we are. Richarlison once of Watford, yes. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So, Athletics then, we'll be talking to Clean Foley just after two o'clock to give us the lowdown on the European Cross Country Championships and, and talk about the year generally for Irish Athletics. Any joy for the Irish team? Yes, some decent performances so far. The men's under-23 team and the senior women's team have secured bronze at the European Cross-Country Championships in Turin today. Earlier, Nick Griggs and Dean Casey both medalled in the under-20 race and Griggs secured silver with Casey bagging the bronze. Like I said, Kleena with us just after two o'clock. I have a few people tweeting me saying France took their chances. It's that simple. I don't know. If it, I, I, it's hard to argue. How can I argue with that? But they, they take their chances when they go in. Like Rashford's free kick could have gone in. Like yeah. it could have gone easily the other way. And it was I a very 50-50 game. Did Giroud take his chance when he headed the ball off Harry Maguire's hand and it went into the net, or is that just a degree of good fortune that you need to win these games sometimes? Like Giroud has scored how many goals now at this tournament? Is it three? Certainly three. Uh, didn't score in Russia. Oh, did Giroud c- can't do it, and he was doing other things for the team. Yeah. So just sometimes. The narrative is easy yeah. in hindsight. Yeah. Hindsight's a very teacher. The reverse of the Harry Kane that I mentioned earlier. Back in 2018, Harry Kane was scoring these goals and now he's been a bit more of a withdrawn role, whereas Giroud has gone the opposite way. He was more withdrawn in 2018 and now he's leading the side, scoring all-important goals in quarterfinals. Yeah. You were right about Griezmann, by the way. Aiden, Aiden was putting Antoine Griezmann big into the mix in, I just in yesterday's news round. I just hope that he's saved from the, the utter misery it must be at Atletico Madrid at the minute. Yeah. 
he's carrying a yellow card at the moment now suddenly as well I'm sure that's on his mind I thought uh, and Philippe O'Clair Claire is going to join us later on we were talking a couple of weeks ago and he was he was downbeat on France's chances and then obviously more upbeat when we spoke to him subsequently but we were talking about Griezmann and how exceptional he's been and to be fair to Deschamps and it's probably that you know undervalued light touch management where really good managers can make it look very easy if you're Deschamps You've got this French squad. You've got the whole country to choose from. You lose Kante. You lose Pogba. And Deschamps so skillfully, no fuss, looks at Griezmann and said, you can actually be a version of the two. You can do both for me. You can be this high-pressing, hard-working midfielder and you can have the flair of Pogba. In you go. Zero prep time, zero prep games. And he's been maybe their player of the tournament after Mbappe was the player of the tournament. Again, he won't get much credit for that Deschamps. There's always so many players to pick from. Other managers could have spent eight games trying to figure out the balance and he saw it straight away. I don't know uh, if they're going to do another documentary. They did a documentary in 2018 which is very, very interesting. On, and didn't, Deschamps <laughs> didn't say much. Like it, They all loved him. Mm. Get the ball to Mbappe was kind of the, a lot of the... <laughs> Pogba did a lot of the talking. Oh, I don't know if they're going to do it again. But for a water carrier as Eric Cantona kind of disparaged him in the, in the 90s, he's had an amazing career as a player and a manager. If you look back at his track record, not the most entertaining, colourful guy in press conferences, but as a player, won everything. Uh, Champions League won, you know, the Euros and the World Cup in '98, yeah. and and then as a manager got Monaco to a Champions League final, and now he's done what he's done with France. It's I mean, if they win the World Cup, it's the most extraordinary CV. Yeah, it's, it'd be amazing. Another France Croatia final. It just shows that the rhythms of and France obviously beat Argentina at the last World Cup. The the rhythms of football change, and there's a German era, there's an Italian era, and now we're just seeing a little bit of a different era. And I must do the deep dive into the France and how it's happened that they've come to this, the academies or what they've been doing, because it's just a conveyor belt of talent. Mm. So athletics with clean after two. The golf is ongoing over in South Africa. Yeah, Tom McKibben in a three-way tie for 15th spot at the Alfred Dunhill Championship in South Africa. The county down man bogeyed the last to reach the clubhouse on 10 under par. That's after shooting a 66. The local boy, Aki Stridham, is the man to catch on 18 under par. And Gary Hurley is back on six under as well. Saka, Henderson, Foden, Walker were all very good. England had lots of possession, but no real penetration. France were happy enough to let them play that way and rely on themselves scoring more. It worked. To a point, I don't think France could have been too comfortable with how the game was developing. Even at one all, England were still on top. But uh, I do think there is a fair enough point on the penetration aspect when it comes to England. They had more possession and they certainly had more shots on goal. You'd say France probably had the better chances. The Giroud volley just before he scored was a really good chance and he had the header in the first half when Griezmann and the Bele that one two. What was the gilt-edged England chance from play? Harry Kane not have one at one stage. Did he? It's not sticking out to me. I don't remember. Like, there's no Gaza moment here. There's no, oh, they, that was their chance and he missed well, the it. The chance was the penalty. Chance was the penalty. So from open play, maybe they didn't quite create for all their possessions. But in that, in that claustrophobic game. It's not easy, for sure. Not easy. So. It's funny, I, I was watching, um, I thought there were so many epic performances. Like it was just an amazing game. I did find myself looking at Declan Rice, who can absolutely justifiably against less, lesser opposition be questioned like he's not doing very much you know he's very safe and he's just sitting there and not giving you that much but then almost like Eddie Jones and test match animals at that elite level where the physicality is so high and the tension is so high that he was epic it's like Busquets the Del Bosque thing about Busquets if you uh, if you uh, watch the game you don't see Busquets if you watch Busquets you see, see the, the game. game yeah he was there was a bit of that he was everywhere he was back 
you know, helping out Kyle Walker at one minute and then he was up in someone's face and so good on the ball and uh, brilliant. And Bellingham as well. I mean, yeah. not that there were any doubts anyway, but can, no. he can handle it at any level. They just need to get behind them. They need to look at this positively. Yeah. Otherwise, it's back to the same old, same old. Uh, does the, did the Spurs man and you want Kane to score? Are you anti-England? What's your... Uh... No, I'm, 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 I'm pro-England. Okay. Cool. Um, but not... not, not, not I, I just hate all the nonsense around it. Sure. I, hate, I, I actually think it's, it's empire nostalgia and insecurity. And I, I hate all of that. Yeah. But I'm, if you take all of that out of it, um, I've been Tottenham, sporting Tottenham for 36 years. So I was sporting, sporting Spurs before Ireland qualified for anything. Mm. So uh, I'd be... No, I wanted Harry Kane to do it. But if they'd played Argentina or Messi in a Brazil in the final, I'd probably be definitely <laughs> having a different view. That's good. That's I, can only t- I, I can support them and wish them well to a point. Yeah, yeah, and sure. then over that point, I'd have a nice can Because like, it's funny, my sister married an Englishman. They're all devastated today, the, the nephews. They're all devastated. But one of them is, 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 is utterly devastated. The other one is more Irish. So he's all right. So, uh, but I just was making sure I didn't send any Wolf Tones uh, songs to them sure. on, on, on my WhatsApp. When they start lighting flares and putting them down their trousers in Trafalgar Square, that's when I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's around that point where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to withdraw from this. But I, I was kind of hoping they'd get through last night. I was thinking, you know, Larice against Kane last night. It was like your parents. Yeah. In the divorce, John. I mean, yeah, do but, I pick here? A strange thought entered my head. Like, like Harry Kane's never won a trophy. And... Um, that entered my head as well. Is, is there something there that there is there uh, uh, somewhere he's just not got to, mm. and that does that have any impact on his mentality when you need to be the absolute one hundred percent winner mm. at the biggest moment? I think he needs to leave Tottenham for his own sake. He, Harry Kane needs to be lifting trophies in somewhere because he's too good a footballer not to. What is he? Twenty nine. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. So I. I. I we, we all, it's a, it's a funny one. I put this out to the audience yesterday um, and one person made a good point. So Harry Kane went to Man United. Would you be, still be supporting Harry Kane? It's just your club. Um, but we do, we, like we're all going to be following Bellingham if he joins Liverpool. We all follow Henderson. We all follow Rashford every single week. Henderson so. was good as well, by the way. Yeah. Energy yeah. again. Yeah. After, so, um, it, look, it's a mix. Uh, we, it's, it's, what's it called? Cognitive dissonance, I think is the word that we have about, the words that we have about England. <laughs> uh, any last story to mention before we wrap up? Yeah, just in terms of the Rugby, the Heineken Champions Cup action yes. continues today. Munster welcome to lose to Thoman Park for a 3.15 kickoff, And there's one change to the Munster side that beat Edinburgh last weekend. That's Mike Haley starting in place of Simon Zebo And Ulster are away to the Sale Sharks. That action just underway. OK, we'll chat to Keith Wood in advance of kickoff at Thoman Park, by the way. 3.15 kickoff. We'll chat to Keith from around half past two or so. Uh, Aidan, thank you very much. John, thanks for popping thank in. You, Appreciate Joe, it. Aiden.